0: Open the pod bay doors, All right, all right, all right. You're gonna need a bigger
1: boat. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? the coast, we'll get together. Have a few <laughs> A movie, honest, with Brad Pittelli and Dust Trap. I will. Breath of the Wild. Ooh. So I here's my Breath of the Wild update for you. Okay. I think last time i told you i just completely i i I got to the the first boss where the boss that i most people i think is the first boss for people
0: yeah the water yeah the water one
1: and um it's creepy ass water people
0: yeah the the fish
1: the merman (laughs) it's Uh, got like
0: a creepy uh link and the fish lady have kind of a creepy thing yeah some weird thing
1: going on come on uh (laughs)
0: did you see uh the shape of water uh no i never saw that
1: it's it's good it's 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 like the easiest thing to make fun of it's
0: the fish fucking movie right
1: yeah (laughs) exactly see it's like and it, it, it is good though i um i heard good things so you made your way up to the fish town so, I got to the fish mm-hmm. town. I got to the boss. I figured out how to get to the actual boss. So I tried to play him a couple of times. I just didn't have any swords or weapons that were like over like 15 no. in like strength. Yeah. So now I have like tons of good shit and I could yeah. probably fuck them up. But what I've been doing is just exploring, like, I'm just like unlocking the, the, the world currently. Yeah. Just- and it's just so fucking fun. I found the fucking hidden, the forgotten temple.
0: Oh, under the remember? canyon, the one under yes, the yes, in the yeah.
1: canyon, it's like it's like Petra.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got
1: there, and I was so excited. You know, it's just such a, it's such a sense of discovery. Oh, I love that. I, I think I, well, the only... I got there. That's what I got last night, and I was like, oh, cool, Da-da-da-da-da, like running in there, and then like thirty guardians are awakened, and it's just they're oh, all aiming at you, and yeah. But I was like, wait, they kill you in one hit, no matter what, right? no matter yeah. how many hearts you have so i can get through this and then it's just a shrine, one of those shrines that like you just get like 50 rubies and they're the good thing is that there's one of those prayer stones to yeah. right behind it so you can just travel right to that one because that's the yeah. that's the only other prayer stone i found other than the first one at the hyrule temple or whatever anyways the game is yeah. fucking incredible how many hearts do you have right now i maybe six or something or oh. or seven or eight
0: got to do more shrines
1: yeah that's what i basically i've just been exploring and doing shrines it's i have a really hard time just like oh what's that and i like go over there and waste oh, like I know. 20 minutes and-
0: oh yeah i that game so good i i think i the only thing i didn't 100 percent on it was the uh um the little seeds that because there's like 700 of those or something but and I wasn't gonna do that, but uh, I I did did I, all I find the side those quests constantly.
1: I have like ten in the bank right now. I, I gotta find that guy again.
0: Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. You're not. I'm at to the that point, point where yet.
1: I have the this, this, the weapons I have. I'm having a very hard time like dropping some of them.
0: He's uh, yeah, he's in a hidden forest that you gotta. Yeah, you'll get. I there found him that's... a couple
1: times. Yeah. Well, after you find him
0: the first time, then he disappears well, actually, and then, he,
1: then I found him again randomly and he and then yeah, yeah, kind of fucking disappearing
0: yeah, and then eventually he makes his way to this this lost, this hidden um forest that you you you'll have to go there eventually anyway, but you'll find him it's uh yeah, that game is so good, and uh i't I just was blown away by it. I started um. Just just after the pandemic hit, I was like, "All right, I guess I'll I'll play this because I've heard good things." I played it all the way through, and then i I started a new game and I played it all the way through again.
1: Like, damn! And the I second guess the, the second way through must be interesting because you're like, "All right, I'm gonna do this right away." Yeah. Like, what what do you even do on your second? Did you just do shrines only at the beginning and get like a bunch of shit, or did you like, oh, I know to go here and I can buy this and I can get this sword and i can beat the this guy really easily or the
0: second playthrough i did a lot more exploring like um Mm. looking for korok seeds and doing that kind of stuff and
1: you stumble upon those i'm i'm like a fucking master at finding that shit yeah well like it's just like because i'm always like i want to go to the top of this hill and then there's like a fucking rock and you pick it up and he's like ah hey i always end up accidentally dropping the rock on their head oh yeah yeah. "Ah."
0: they're like ouch yeah (laughs) they're they're on the top of like every hill and like whenever you see something out of place it's like okay that's a korok seed i've been playing uh ghosts of tsushima oh yeah which is super cool uh it's i like it a lot it's 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 very similar to red dead
1: yeah it looks beautiful the it is cinematics of it
0: It's not quite as immersive as Red Dead. Like, there's not a system for cooking and eating. Like, Breath of the Wild and Red Dead both have that, which I love, that cooking and eating system of, like, making recipes and having the food give you certain powers, you know, if you add the right things. Should we uh, tell people what we're doing, like, with the uh, marathon, or should we... Should yeah. that be at the end? No, no, let's
1: do it right. At, let's let's include it at the beginning before we get into the movie.
0: All right, so we're doing uh, a time loop marathon starting next week. We're gonna start it with Groundhog's Day, and which then... will come
1: out on Groundhog's Day. That was Brad's idea. He's a genius.
0: <laughs> yeah. So watch for that. <laughs> and then uh, what's the Tom Cruise one again? Uh, edge edge of, of Tomorrow. Edge of
1: Tomorrow. Kill, die, repeat
0: yes or something uh, like that, which based which, off a manga i do love that movie i've seen yeah it a i'm excited
1: i haven't i've seen it a couple times too and i haven't seen it in a while and it's been one of those movies where i'm like kind of waiting for it to pop up on some streaming surface i have and it never oh, yeah. does yeah so i'm excited to watch that
0: and then looper which um what's the guy's name the star wars guy the um
1: ryan johnson director,
0: ryan johnson that's and possibly the death day stuff i i don't know I, i'm still deciding if i
1: it would be a double feature
0: yeah it'd be one and two
1: and then palm um, springs and palm sure. springs
0: so at least four maybe five
1: And if you, if you guys have any suggestions we could add and, that that uh, that we're missing here that are, are worthy are, uh, are there other time loop movies right aren't there there's like a million of them i think there's a newer one that's on hulu it's like a hulu exclusive and it's called like boss level or something like that Hmm. well there's
0: the one with natasha leone in it um russian doll but that's like a series it's not a movie i
1: like that a lot that was a good one
0: yeah it was
1: it Um, it started off really good i also love that uh song gotta get up gotta get up
0: and then there's many Star Trek episodes about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there it is. Oh,
0: always anything to do with time. So, hey, gang, welcome back. Uh, we'll be uh, so we'll be doing that next week. Today, we're talking about the Blues Brothers from 1980. My name is Brad Patello. This is my good friend, Gus Trouth. Uh, directed by John, John Landis, Landis, starring Ackroyd and Belushi this is the first and easily the best movie that was made from Saturday Night Live material um I know those movies don't have good track records well some of them I mean Wayne's World Wayne's World and then I thought Coneheads was decent I like Coneheads are there any others that are good Hmm. I think after that it drops off significantly I mean you've got night at the Roxbury and uh it's Pat and uh oh god we should direct the video one time that was awful
1: well okay Mike here's my question for me personally and I want to know your connection with this movie but like this movie was just a movie my parents loved I didn't realize that it was I think I knew that Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd were like old SNL cast members But for me, this was just like a movie that I loved. And it was like the Blues Brothers were just like this. They felt like so established, which I guess they were. But I didn't under like I didn't know their like original establishment. It just was like, oh, this movie is just awesome. And by watching this movie, you love the Blues Brothers. Like if you don't already love the Blues Brothers, like. By the opening sequence where the titles pop up. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. Sheuffated. It's
1: so fucking good.
0: Oh, I love that sequence.
1: uh it, yeah, I, I
0: I'm kind of the same way. I didn't I mean, I'm a little too young to have watched Saturday Night Live in the 70s. I remember this movie and then kind of realizing that they were established characters after I had seen the movie because they had like albums and they opened for the Grateful Dead at one point. like they're an actual geez. band. They're I think that's and I think it's one of the things that makes this movie work is there's a genuine love for the music they were doing, and and they were real musicians. I mean, Jim John Belushi can sing really well. That's yeah, like, you can
1: tell that's his voice.
0: Yeah, and he's good. And Aykroyd is good at playing the harmonica, you know, and he genuinely loves this type of music, and yeah, just the love for the material comes through. I think
1: I just I and John Landis is he, he is such like a go-getter director yeah like he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah you know what he, I mean like he's yeah. gonna get that shot and he wants this and he's gonna do that like he especially in that 80s era this movie I as when I was watching it, I was like oh like this is this is 1980 yeah and the the like there is like a pace to this movie and in the action and, and like how the amount of like extras and cars and stuff that is happening and like the chaos of it all. it, And, and how cartoony it is. It, it must've been an influence on like Evil Dead. And cause we're, you know how we are always talking about like Evil Dead and Raising Arizona. They yeah. came out in the same year. And like those guys were homies. Yeah. And, like, it, it has this, like, energy to it. And it, it, it's so, so cartoony. This movie is so fucking cartoony. And it's just, yeah. like, even when it, whenever they're trying to get into the big concert at the end and it's playing the music and they're, like, doing the, like, kind of Bugs Bunny, like, walk to the music yeah. and yeah. stuff. But and the it, acting is straight. Like, yes. Belushi, Akron and Belushi play it straight. Every inch of this movie has some classic moment.
0: Yeah, there's so many good lines and just so many good bits in it that
1: ah, this is We're on a mission from God.
0: I just like have seen this movie so many times. Yeah, that, it
1: was if it was on if it was on TV, I was watching it.
0: Yeah. And it's been I've seen it. I, I think I told you I rarely there's there's not that many movies I've seen more than once or twice. Like, yeah, probably only a handful. And this is. This is one that I will watch any time. Anytime this is on, I will watch it because it's just so Oh, much yeah. If fun. it's
1: on a streaming service, I'm like, oh, sweet. Like like before it used to be on cable and I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm watching this. How did you watch it?
0: I did you think... rent it on Amazon or? Yeah, I rent it on Amazon. Now I've got, I wanted to ask because I, I have a DVD that I got decades ago. That's like a uh, expanded edition and I've kind of forgotten what was in it originally there's stuff that doesn't need to be there like the version you watched is there a scene where Dan Aykroyd quits his job that's not in there is it
1: no the um
0: does he talk about it
1: the version I watched I think does he like call in or something
0: well in the in the expanded version there's a scene where he goes to work and quits There's like a. And it's a weird scene that really shouldn't be there. I mean, they cut it for the theatrical release, but because he doesn't have his glasses on and it's just, I don't know, it kind of takes you out of it.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: And then there's a scene where they, he parks his car like Aykroyd's uh, script. His original script was like 800 pages long because like
1: he's like notorious for having like the most insane scripts, right?
0: Yeah, he, he needs he feels like he needs to explain everything. And there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, every, in his, his original script, every character had a backstory and like every member of the band they had to go get, you know, it wasn't like three scenes and the bands together. It's like they, but there's a scene where he, uh, he parks his car because he wanted to establish that he keeps the car in and like near a trans, like an electrical transformer. And that's why it can fly. And John, John Lannis is like, this doesn't make any sense just do it just go with it the car is magical you know it's like we don't need to explain why the car is doing all this crazy stuff and the car does crazy stuff too
1: it's oh the uh, the end whenever it stops and it goes flying backwards i love the 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 beginning like up to when like from the very start of the movie to up where they they the the car uh jumps the bridge yeah the drawbridge it it sets up so much stuff like so brilliantly and simple and fun the pace of the movie is set up where like how they're walking in such unison and the camera is moving as fast as they are moving yeah and there's like all these the coverage too like he's getting so many shots
0: i feel like movies
1: these days don't take the time they're lazy or they don't to like he's getting so many shots it's not overly cut either
0: no it but feels he's getting right, yeah. shots
1: of them like underneath through yeah. the grates and, and and like just and i love like it does kind of the indiana jones thing where they're not showing belushi's face yeah <laughs> and uh the whole frank oz part with the, the i don't remember i don't think i ever remember the uh used condom scene. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that was cut from tv yeah it was but uh uh, the shots of the of Chicago,
0: mm-hmm. filmed uh, in
1: Chicago, at, yeah, yeah, it, it looks like a goddamn post apocalyptic uh, Blade Runner shithole is what yes. it looks like. Uh, for the eighties, holy shit! My yeah, God.
0: big cities, regulations, um, big American cities in the seventies and eighties were not pretty. That was uh, not a good time for urban America. You know, it was. But they it's filmed
1: unreal. it. It's unreal well it, it, it honestly doesn't it look like blade runner it looks i mean there's a beautiful there's a beautiful that, shots with the sun setting you mean the overhead shots of joliet where we're yeah the yeah it's, well the very first is is like uh like power stations or something
0: yeah it <laughs> it's it's so like you don't even if you haven't seen this movie you don't even know what you're getting into you see these shots and it's like, yeah, is this some kind of sci-fi film or
1: Well, it's not even that. It's, I, I mean, I'm joking that it looks like Blade Runner because there's like smokes there or those stacks with a fire shooting out. Yeah. Well, it looks post apocalyptic, yeah. Yeah, it's just has Yeah, it doesn't have like a it doesn't start off like this is going to be a funny romp. Right. That has like a shitty shitty bang-bang kind of like energy to it it plays serious like yeah i like in a sense that's like john landis being like he, he john landis is the kind of guy that's watching like every movie that's coming out yeah foreign movies and he's like very influenced by a ton of stuff and you can feel that in this movie like he wants to make a cool movie yeah but he also like wants to make a funny movie
0: yeah the tone changes like during the credits the opening credits are like everything there, there's all that. these
1: helicopter shots right yeah <laughs> everything and, 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 it's
0: it's super serious though everything be- yeah. well
1: and then you get to- basically up to where he frank oz is uh showing like you know all the stuff that in his box when he's getting yeah. released from prison when you
0: get to frank oz it kind of like takes a little bit of a silly turn and then oh
1: you kind of start understanding where this movie And then like whenever he's like the gates are opening up and it's like unbelievably backlit like the sun is directly behind him yeah like not like the sun is directly behind him because it's setting like the sun is right there yeah i don't know how they did that like mirrors or something it's unbelievable so bright yeah and you get also it's it's good there's that like there's more to it than just a comedy like them reuniting and hugging it's like you're are you like them you're behind them already and not like nothing necessarily has really happened there's tender moments with the
0: brothers like when
1: the car dies (laughs) like that yeah (laughs) it's so good because Belushi looks at Dan Aykroyd like oh shit is he gonna have a meltdown and he's like all right fuck it we have to go man come on let's go <laughs> like, yeah. the, and there's a even in that moment there's a cut there's an artful cut of cutting to these two statues
0: yeah that's Landis he he does that Ugh, like,
1: yeah. love it I love that shit
0: um I'm, th- I'm thinking of like a comedy yeah I'm thinking of like moments like when they get to the house and Belushi falls asleep on the couch and Aykroyd, yeah. Aykroyd's like oh man and then he just sort of lets goes with it and then there's a moment, too, when uh, they're talking about getting the band back together and Aykroyd's like, well, I don't really know where they are. And then Belushi says, you were supposed to keep track of them. And Aykroyd's like, well, what was I going to do? Take away your hope? Or...
1: Right, and right. It's right. like a
0: good moment there. Like they, You feel like the characters are, I don't know, they feel like brothers, you know, in, yes. a, weird, in a weird cartoony way. You know, I, there,
1: yeah there's no doubt ever from the the first time i saw this to e watching it right now that they're not brothers right and i'm sure and in some meant in in like a, a like straight up realistic way they probably were at that level of friendship yeah that was
0: i, I think they were i mean they made three or four films together right ackroyd and they have this 1941 neighbors i've
1: never seen 1941
0: it's not good
1: (laughs) yeah i have it on this i have this crazy blu-ray collection of steven spielberg movies that i haven't even unboxed yet
0: (laughs) neighbors isn't particularly good either it's um i I thought there maybe was a fourth one in there but i don't know um but yeah i mean they were this is this is, this is
1: landis's movie after animal house right
0: Yes, the Kentucky Fried Movie, then Animal House, then this. Uh,
1: so I love the, Animal House. I, yeah. I know that some of the stuff does not fucking work these days. <laughs> it did, but,
0: you know, it's, uh, it's of its time for sure.
1: But I think there is, and it's, it's the same, I say this about a, a, a lot of the movies we watch are like classics. Yeah. And there's something in Animal House that every college movie has been chasing ever since. And oh, it's the I know. same thing yeah. with this movie. There's something, and the same thing with fucking uh, American Werewolf in London. Like there is a magic and a spark to it, an electricity to these movies that he is, you know, he makes his, he makes a fucking college party movie. It's the best college party movie ever made. Yeah. He makes this insane, basically like a
0: it's a musical, hybrid really. musical
1: yeah. slash like chase movie. Yeah. I love the amount of enemies that they uh I know. Just they, <laughs> they, they like wrap up over the and I wrote it all down.
0: That you know at the very end, I don't want I don't know if we want to skip to the I guess we're doing that. Let's now. just skip but all like, over, yeah, fuck it. Well, like that escalating gag when they get to Daily Plaza and
1: it's it, and it's just, pulled off it's not like they didn't hold back the, I, the amount yeah. of extras is insane and the cars it's, it's amazing
0: yeah it's like the you know the, the SWAT team shows up and then the Coast Guard shows up and then the army sh- and they're scaling the building and it just they I love keep, that there's
1: no music and except for when like there is like some comic bits where they're like the uh the boy from Epanita or whatever that when they're but like, mostly in it's the just elevator. The, yeah. yeah, this elevator music, but that whole last scene is like just footsteps, yeah, and yelling, and like yeah. the SWAT team guys going, hop, 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 yeah. like, which where did that fucking come from? That's such a cartoony thing. I know, like that's in like the Simpsons and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it came from this or what. It's so that one of my favorite shots is when there's a giant chicago police pile up underneath like a tram system yeah and they all get out of the car and they're just screaming and firing and it's like hundreds the entire street all the way to the back that you can see from that camera shot is just guys getting out of their car firing blanks yeah well i think they're all in costume they're all have guns that are firing like it's it's like (laughs) a lawrence of arabia like level like Oh yeah, that whole end is like
0: a lot of orchestration. Is
1: is his like uh, apocalypse now? (laughs) His helicopters, there's just shit moving everywhere.
0: I just, I think I mentioned this maybe a couple times. I, I love good car stunts, and this movie has so many car stunts. It's just the things they do with cars in this movie are just insane. Like, and it's,
1: but it's also shot in a way that's like it's crazy i mean there, there's like holy shit that guy get that stunt guy get hit and like there's they're running over the camera and i love the, like running straight into the, the mall let's let's go to the mall let's talk okay. about the
0: mall scene the mall scene yes which is uh, the first
1: big car chase
0: yeah that's kind of, that's the first big action scene really uh i think this is after they go visit the nun Visiting the penguin, then they go to Cab Calloway scene, then James Brown.
1: Love the James Brown. That that's my favorite musical sequence. Yeah, well, I think I think that's the the that's the best one. I think the energy there and the coverage and the creativity and everything that's going on. And obviously, I think it's they both get inspired and they get the like word of God, yeah, passed down to them, yeah, to to get the band back together. Uh, James Brown is fucking killing it like yeah. his hair at the end is so crazy it, it reminds me of like a uh, uh, kingpin when bill murray at the end his hair is like oh I know. fucking uh, oh, anyways he was
0: going for it he was sweating up a storm and yeah
1: the, a lot this, of you, know, those dance moves Ugh. well
0: they are and higher- people like
1: somersaulting <laughs> all over the place i love when jim belushi like Always doing like back handsprings and shit.
0: Yeah, I was, I think that's really him too. Like, I think it. that I, he,
1: I think that he could, he does a round off. Yeah. He, he gets the, like, he's like, we gotta get the band. And then he does it, then it's cuts to an ex, like a stuntman doing a bunch of back handsprings. Okay. Cause I and wrote he down. He comes running in and does like a cart like a, a round off to right. back to his brother.
0: Well, at one point I wrote down, is this, does Belushi have a dancing double? like when he's flipping and
1: when he's flipping for sure okay i do think he does a like a really nice round off though which is kind of like a cartwheel it's like a uh wrestler's cartwheel
0: well the james james brown scene a lot of the music was you know if, if you're doing a musical a lot of a lot of you know you record the music first and then the characters will lip sync it you know but
1: a which lot of the pretty bad lip syncing during the uh Arika, uh Arifa franklin yeah, yeah, well, which I think is I love Aretha Ruth Franklin, but like I think that that uh is the, like probably the worst part of the movie. Well, she that's, that does not that scene does not work.
0: She really didn't, she really had struggled with that. Like the James Brown scene, he struggled too, and they ended up letting him just do it live. Like that's one of the few the James Brown scene is one of the few scenes where. He's actually singing on camera because he just the thing with James Brown and Aretha Franklin is they never sing a song the same way twice. Yeah. And when you're doing different takes and you're trying to lip sync to something you did before. And that's why the elite Aretha Franklin lip syncing is so bad, because she she didn't. I don't know. She well, she never I think it,
1: it's 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 not just it's not I don't the, I, one. It's just not a very creative wild scene comparatively right. to the other uh ones there's just something and that i know that most of the band if not all of the band is like real musicians so they're not actors
0: they are yeah but that was the other at, thing too I, is, the, the
1: guitarist uh that is like in this movie that is married to franklin is a horrible actor yeah he's he, his, and he wasn't playback, an actor he was, he was yeah, a musician it, it, yeah it's really bad yeah well they, scene, they're they all professional
0: musicians like the band yeah. was uh, some of them are snl band members oh yeah and then yeah well paul schaefer originally was supposed to be in it but because he was instrumental in getting this band together and he kind of orchestrated a lot of it during the snl days but so, there was some sort of weird contract dispute where he couldn't appear in it i guess but yeah like the um Matt Guitar Murphy, that guy was in a bunch of. He played. He's not an actor. He played guitar for a bunch of blues legends, and then uh Duck Dunn and Steve Cropper were in uh, Booker T and the MGS, and they're they're all like famous, good professional musicians. The whole. I think band. for
1: the most part, there is like, uh there's just something about them that like they it, it they pull it off for the most part. Yeah, I mean, that Duck Dunn has a line when they leave. Uh, the uh country bar that's like fuck it let's leave or uh, he says something and if shit doesn't stink i I have something And it's just like the tone of it is not right at all yeah
0: i like well anytime one of
1: the i fucking love that that's one of my i feel like this is one of those scenes that when i you know you're flipping through the channels and sometimes you just see the same scene yeah is like that's the scene i would see all the fucking time the country bad? bar scene yeah
0: yeah the one guy is C- like
1: the country bunker
0: bob's country bunker yeah fuck it's yeah
1: like, when, when he goes like uh, the Raj, yeah. it's so fucking good
0: when it, when he when they start to play something and they shut the shut the lights off and one of them says maybe they blew a fuse and then there's a line one of them's like no those lights are out on purpose yeah <laughs> just really awkward and fun i don't know it's yeah that scene is great and uh just so many great classic scenes like every scene is classic in this movie
1: yeah the major i also remember the first time i remember my mom explaining to me because when you if you if you were coming to this movie cold uh carrie fisher is is constantly trying to kill the blues brothers but you don't know why, but I always knew why my mom was like, I just remember the conversation. Either my mom was explaining it to me because I asked, but I just remember my mom telling me, like, oh, yeah, she's it's an ex girlfriend and she's trying to kill. Yeah. You know,
0: I love the fact that it's Carrie Fisher. Yes. Hey, it's like pre Empire strikes so back, Carrie fucking Fisher. Fucking random. Yeah. I love the image of her in pigtails with a flamethrower. Like, yes shooting the phone booth that they're in and exploding the propane take next to it (laughs) so fun so good oh
1: god i think that not only does this movie have like broad amazing moments it's just absolutely stuffed filled with character
0: yeah yeah yeah. i mean
1: all these little things like i love how uh dan Aykroyd's character he always has like some weird like well one the 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 cheese whiz uh product placement or like he's like hey boy you got my cheese whiz (laughs) (laughs) throws some weird bum guy like some cheese whiz in that like disgusting hotel and god whenever they the john candy they they figure out where they live and they kick open the door and that's right as Carrie Fisher blows up the, yeah. the, the like C4 that she's planted yeah. and the entire fucking thing just crumbles. It, and especially back then, like how did they, a lot of the stuff that they're doing is really impressive for how uh, the effectiveness of it in, in camera effectiveness.
0: I, it was pretty much all practical. I think yeah. like no, no no sped up shots for the car No miniature.
1: Yeah. Very few uh, sped up stuff. I think I saw like one or two.
0: The scene, the one that impressed me the most. And I was always wondering how they did this. And then I saw a documentary and it was real. The scene where the Nazis fall. Yes. Is like. That's live. That's real. They really they dro- dropped they must
1: have from like a helicopter or something. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they dro- it's, a, it's above the Sears Tower.
0: Yeah. They dropped a car from a helicopter and I like love, they shot they wanted the, they wanted the sears tower behind it
1: well what's your what's your favorite musical performance in the movie
0: um well i you know i I really like the james brown scene i also like the ray charles scene a lot um
1: i love whenever he shoots he pulls a gun out and he shoots at the, at yeah. the kid that's trying to steal the guitar
0: i i don't know i i love all of the music in this like i mean i love I do love the Aretha Franklin song. I agree. I love the song, too. I just
1: think that scene doesn't work.
0: But like, yeah, just all of. I skipped
1: over it, to be perfectly honest.
0: (laughs) Well, not just the um, not just the musical performances that are the big set pieces, but also the incidental music they use, too, is like during the car chase in the mall they've got well yeah there's that but before when they're leading up to it it's like sam and dave hold on i'm coming yeah and, and then like there's another sam and dave song playing while they're getting gas and it's just like all this really
1: cool music that really fits and you uh, want to be I'm, i just like everything just works out for them, and I, they're kind of like always one step ahead but like in the coolest way because they're not trying yeah they're you never just, trying
0: these don't give a shit they're just yeah just skating through and yeah everything's just kind of rolling their way and they this did hold the the record for a while for most cars destroyed in a movie uh 103 cars were destroyed when they made the sequel did you see the sequel
1: i was gonna make a joke like we you you said blues brothers 2000s right (laughs) whatever the fuck it's called no i have not
0: i know i never saw it It, and it's weird as much as i love i I, it's not supposed to be very good but no i think i I might have to i don't know fucking watchable well i don't know as much as i love this movie i think it's kind of weird that i haven't even seen it once you know the budget was 30 million yeah budget was 30 million but what i was going to say is uh when they made the sequel they deliberately destroyed one more car than the, the <laughs> original so, so for the for for about 18 years blues brothers held the, the record for most cars destroyed in a movie and then it was blues brothers 2000 and there's a bunch now there's a bunch of movies that have overtaken it transformers threes up there and uh matrix two Um,
1: yeah but none of them make you would you would never think that i yeah this
0: this one it's like in your like it's first of all it's just everything's practical like it's all real like all the car crashes all the chase scenes none of it was sped up none of its models it's all totally real with stunt drivers no cg obviously and the cars are just so I don't know they're so iconic like these boxy big police cars from 1980 like like the muscle cars like the 70s muscle cars like the
1: yeah just the uh, the amount of like shrapnel and like damage that is happening to them is (laughs) so visceral especially they're they're like what is these they're like it's like the end chase to chicago and and they're on the highway and he's like tells his brother that he has to like
0: have to pee get, or something and I yeah
1: something and he goes like flying off and then a bunch of cars follow him and they just I, golf that's whenever like john candy gets uh his exit yeah i love that his yeah, characters yeah yeah i yeah orange whip orange whip yeah i, I had to look up what, what that was
0: uh and i love the scene when the when the Nazis are chasing him and he puts it in reverse and the car just goes flying. Like,
1: Oh, it makes me laugh every time. Like it's it's just just a
0: shot of like the car just flying,
1: flipping through the air. Like what? Is that like a miniature or is it like, cause how they shot that is like you, the sense of where the car is, is like, it's suddenly like, I know 50 feet above the, the
0: air like i think that shot is a miniature They there were yeah. some miniatures but i think that's one yeah. shot that has a miniature but there's a little I, joke too like yeah when, when they first break into the mall the one the guy's holding a grover puppet and he says do you have miss piggy and those are both yeah. frank oz characters i wondered if that was some sort of frank oz nod yeah
1: it must be yeah. and then they yeah. just come fucking flying through yeah. That's that, that like next shot is whenever like a stunt man almost gets murdered. I think <laughs> he, he gets the car hit something and he's out of the way of the car, but whatever the car hits, hits him. And he goes flying over. Oh man. I just love that whole sequence where They're, they're just like, this mall has everything like <laughs> them oh, like, yeah. and that the fact that they're just running into everything
0: yeah they're deliberately crashing things there it's just yeah they're crashing into like i love what the where they go into the pier one and then out the other side Like they had like oh. actual like pier one employees that was filmed in an actual mall too they kind of they dressed. Yeah, what it is all the they,
1: story of that yeah well, was there the was, was going to close, or it was a mall that was closed,
0: I think, and they dressed it up and shot there. Shopping malls—they wow, kind of came and went, didn't they? I mean, man, that's and that's
1: like a one and done too, man. Like once you fuck that shit up,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know you can't do another take for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I think that that's why he has so much coverage. Is he probably just has like a ton of fucking cameras everywhere? Oh yeah, to get as much as you can, and it, it's not only does that, is that scene funny and action packed and like thrilling, it ends with like the car upside down and it's spinning. Yeah. Like it just, it has like every scene has a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like movies these days don't have that. Yeah. You're just sort of like, it's not that that scene was super long or something. This is a pretty long movie yeah for a comedy it could be cut down just a smidge as is but i do think it has a pretty good pace it's like they establish the characters there's the like the fun scene they establish the car's abilities and like how far they're going to push like the physics of this (laughs) world and then the carrie fisher scene where she's the the rocket launcher i like that (laughs) she starts at rocket launcher yeah (laughs) <laughs> Which makes sense because I, I love that scene at the end whenever uh, when, when she's like an M16 or something and, yeah. and he's like saying all these different excuses and then she he kind of she does, he does like sort of the Belushi like s- smile and like I love that something with his eyebrows he takes his glasses like, off yeah 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 That's- <laughs> he does have good eyes yeah and I mean, he's he- like a cool guy like he he, he the thing is like he like when they say like he was over, like john candy is overweight but even john candy's overweightness in this movie in the early 80s is not that big
0: yeah i know like yeah. uncle
1: buck he is quite large yeah trains planes and automobiles he's pretty big but yeah. like jim belushi in this is like
0: well he's a short guy
1: <laughs> He he's like stout he's not really yeah. When he has his shirt off and when they're talking with the like uh manager guy or the yeah
0: in the sauna or whatever Yeah, he yeah. he's
1: like fit. Like you can tell he has muscles and stuff. Yeah,
0: he's just got a weird frame. Like he's yeah. he's, he's short and he's stout. Like he's yeah. not he's not particularly fat. He's like But the shape too, like those two actors together and Aykroyd like, you know what, for the longest time I didn't so put skinny. it So skinny yeah, Real he's, skinny. he's very thin in this and barely it's recognizable
1: after this movie because all through the 70s he was thin. It's the 80s whenever they start putting sugar and everything.
0: I think it's, that, uh, I think it's when he stopped doing coke, honestly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, well, if he, he's in, uh, because hmm. like what, what, because he, he's in trading, Ghostbusters places. is 84. Yeah,
0: trading places is like 82.
1: Yeah, and he's and, not. And he's he's still, still, pretty
0: skinny. he's still pretty thin there, and then Ghostbusters, he's, he's not budgy. He's yeah, he's starting to get a paunch, and then yeah, by the late '80s, he's pretty thick, you know. And yeah, yeah. I think I think it's just well, but, it, uh, yeah, it's as, the, as,
1: as as like uh, if coming from an animation standpoint, like character design wise, they're perfect.
0: I was just gonna say like those two together, like the shapes uh, that they yes. are play perfectly off of each other you got kind of the
1: round face long face,
0: and and the just the yeah the you know belushi's head is like super round and Aykroyd's head's like a thin rectangle it's it works so well yeah it's uh they Uh, look great together
1: yes there is this weird line this movie walks where it's so 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 in some respects like over the top unbelievably over the top right Mm -hmm. but then the comedy in the the like the comedy of them talking and stuff the 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 lyrical comedy is not over the top necessarily yeah and the acting isn't over the top it it's like more that more than anything it's just cool yeah and i don't know like what what other movie does that that I like I think like to in some respects I think that uh like Raising Arizona has that thing there's a coolness to although like Nicolas Cage's character is such like a schlub
0: that movie's pretty cartoony
1: too and it's cartoony and over the top he is still like kind of a badass yeah
0: there's a tenderness to it and yeah you know it's like heart to it and
1: It's these movies that are not like, all right, we're just making a comedy. It's just a comedy. Like, no, like they're he's they're trying to make a fucking movie.
0: Well, it's like it's a great comedy. It's a great musical. It's a great car chase movie. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean the car chase is up there with like French Connection and Ronin and like any other one of them. Oh yeah, it's just as good as any of that other shit. It's just its own thing. Yeah,
0: it's it's a it's done humorously. It's like played for laughs. Yeah, whereas like a car chase it's typically like a thrilling action thing this one is played for laughs and it's cut to the music too it's like yeah it's like a it's its own musical number almost the car chase is like has a rhythm to
1: it and right it's like the john woo of of car chases yeah yeah i uh i fucking love this movie i so um, good it's everybody's in it John Candy, Pee Wee Herman, Spielberg. <laughs> Spiel-
0: I love Spielberg's cameo, by the way. It's like.
1: That whole end sequence is so fucking good.
0: I, I just the very last shot where they finally get to him and like, there's <laughs> the two of them tiny in camera, and Cameron, all these guns.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. It's a great it's shot. A, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, John Landis is Like, his 80s run was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. um,
1: And I I would throw Animal House in there.
0: Well, he's got, you know, back to back to back. He's got Animal House, then this, then American Werewolf in London. Those three movies back to back to back.
1: And they're all, like, their own... They all have elements of comedy. Two of them are, like, straight-up comedies. And... And the, the comedy that he brings to American Werewolf from London, it created its own genre. Like it's on the edge of being like a spook blast.
0: Yeah, I, I think that movie, maybe not the first horror comedy, but it's like.
1: But it, again, it rides a serious line for the most part.
0: Yeah. Then right after uh, right trading places right after this, so.
1: Oh yeah, I love trading places.
0: Yeah, and then uh, yeah. I don't
1: think it it doesn't play as well. It, it, it there's a ton of funny. It's a it's a great sort of like rag, uh, riches to rags. <laughs> yeah, that movie's story a,
0: a little more dated than
1: it. It, it doesn't have the um pa- the pacing of it is actually really slow and it's kind of boring. I do. I, I just. I do love that movie,
0: though. I love the two old men in it, though, like Ralph Bellamy and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don <laughs> Amici. I think they're great. I, they,
1: I feel like they have been animators have been stealing their character design. Oh yeah, <laughs> for years.
0: Well, his his career kind of fell off after the crash, the helicopter crash.
1: Oh yeah. That what, was what was that in?
0: That was the uh, uh, Twilight, tr- uh, Twilight Zone. Zone movie.
1: Yeah. I like that movie.
0: It was good, but dang, what a yeah, tragedy. That's, that's yeah. the worst tragedy that ever happened on a film set. And he was kind of responsible. Yeah. Which and they and it's and it basically killed his career after that. He became kind of a pariah after the the details of it started coming out.
1: Yeah. It's
0: kind of a shame. I mean people die on movie sets, obviously. There's tragic mistakes, but like This one had children involved that weren't supposed to be there, and two kids died. And anyway, sucked. (laughs) And that segment is still in the movie. Like that's the Vic Morrow segment is still part of the movie. It's crazy. Yeah, I I don't know what they do, but cut the whole thing out. I mean, you don't see, yeah, you don't see the helicopter stunt in there, obviously, but yeah, and people like. Movies didn't use helicopters for a long time after that because it was they were afraid to you know it was just until it went c g and you could just fake it. people were afraid to use helicopters after that
1: yeah, it's amazing like uh sicario, like every single helicopter shot is like like of a helicopter flying is c g it looks perfect
0: yeah, you know what I was thinking thinking about too. Was um, we, we recently re- re-watched the Coneheads movie? Yeah, um, I I, get, I don't know if we should get into what are we watching because that was something. well, are we done with Blues Brothers then or I think we... so? All right. Good movie, Blues Brothers highly recommended.
1: Yeah, if you haven't somehow seen it, yeah not fucking watch it.: But I it occurred
0: to me uh, watching the Conehead movie. I don't know if you know those comics that I think it's, I think his name is Nathan Pyle. It's like aliens and they, the whole joke of it is they do normal things, but they, they use big words. You know what I'm talking about? The the little aliens that talk to each other and
1: maybe if you showed me,
0: it's like, you'd recognize them if you see him, but yeah. I realized that's the cone heads. That was the whole joke of the cone heads was. you know they just do normal things but they use big words for everything like they say things you know they have a vernacular that's like yeah i think at one point she calls a pizza a starch disc (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) We have a leftover starch disc (laughs) but that's the Uh, same movie is like
1: that movie is like uh i really like that movie
0: i i think it went i think it worked really well i think it and it came out like so much later like it you know the coneheads skits were on in the 70s and the movie was like 93
1: we're from france
0: everybody's in that movie like like so many snl people are in it like chris farley and david spade and kevin nealon and adam sandler and phil hartman and Dave. Chris Thomas Farley and- is
1: so good. With that, that, that like they take like the picture and it's like he's all like sunburned and shit yeah and I, just, like I like the end with the whole golf thing like he loves golf and then he like uses the thing to like oh yeah and that's a stop-motion monster too the yeah it's cool like i i remember <laughs> it was one of those movies that i would like catch bits of it yeah and then finally watch the entire thing one time and i was like oh it was fucking cool yeah i think it works so yeah. we re- re-watched that recently
0: just random oh, uh, since this since is we're,
1: our, what have you been watching, guys?
0: Yeah. If, sorry. If we that's, if we didn't, yeah, I didn't I didn't Except announce someday this.
1: we'll have uh, new music or we'll have a little tune for that.
0: Uh, we should have done that for season two. Yeah,
1: shit.
0: This is I didn't, season I didn't two, really man. announce uh, I didn't really announce it, but we're doing what are you watching now? <laughs> All right, so that's something I watched. Gus, what are you watching?
1: I got a few things. Alex and I completely forgot about the show and we started watching it again it's all right it's sort of a filler show for us it's only half an hour long it's called search party it has lots of good people in it and it's like new york city like kind of kids my age 30s uh mid 30s people 35 uh and they um, kids it's maybe from uh the uh, rest of development is the main character Okay. And she's sort of in a rut and she, one of their friends or this girl, they kind of knew from college in this friend group goes missing and she like takes it upon herself to like find her, but like in, she's in a state like, like in a weird, like she's in like a depressed state she's not really doing it for her she's doing it for herself yeah and then it gets all off the rails like they murder somebody it's fucking then they're all in on it and then now they're trying to cover up the whole murder thing and they're all having like nervous breakdowns it's kind of it's like funny but also like gives you like cringe intended cringe anxiety oh while viewing it one of those shows I like again. It's good. It's shot really well. I think it's Michael Showalter from like Stella and stuff. He's in it. I believe he like is one of the creators, maybe. Right. Um, pretty good. It's it's not like my favorite thing, but uh, I like all the main characters are like good, but you kind of they're all horrible people too. Okay. You know, it's one of those shows. Yeah. Um, and I also finally started animation here. Invincible. The Prime. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I haven't started that yet either. Um, yeah. It's, I know it, nothing about the comic.
1: So. It has it's very much like The Boys, which is also based off a comic. Yeah. Um, It's not like as much of like a straight up satire that the, like The Boys is kind of doing. Yeah. But it is like there's a there's a Superman-like character. There's a Batman-like character. There's a Wonder Woman-like character. And the Superman character his son is a teenager and is just like getting his powers Mm. and without spoiling anything too much the there's some the dad is acting like strange where the mom's like hey you're like why'd you just yell at me like what's going on here you know what I mean like he's getting mad and he cut it but they, they they handle superhero stuff really well in the show i'll have to check down. it out it's, i was it's it i don't know the animation is all over the place oh yeah i think there's mo- well it's just one of those it's it looks like you know you're like dc cartoon yeah aesthetically it, but so um, you
0: would you recommend this
1: fuck yeah it's awesome all right well it's can, really I, really awesome
0: i was gonna skip it but if you think it's good, I'll check it out. It, it, it's whole... and
1: it's for adults. It's not for kids.
0: Well, it's yeah. Not... I, I just saw that
1: on I mean like the people like getting their heads exploded and like eyeballs and okay. guts and <laughs> intestines and like it's like well it's anime, like the boys, yeah. yeah.
0: I was, you know, I saw it and I'm like is it the whole superhero parody thing?
1: It's not Seems it's like not. it's
0: played out, but if, if you're saying it's good, then I'll check it out.
1: It's it's cool. And all like right. I said, there's some really cool ideas. All right. And they're pulled off pretty well.
0: Well, uh, good times. Let's record an outro. We're doing Groundhog's Day next week. I'm excited. We're going to do our marathon. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. My name is Brad Patello. Find me on Instagram at Brad Patello. Gus is Mr. Trouth. Email us a movie Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's like, I, hey, you I came up remember. with it, man. Yeah. yeah. I know. I <laughs> well, because the movie Odyssey was already taken, I had to add yeah. the podcast part. So, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening,
1: guys. We love you.